From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. On today's episode, Tim White joins the show to talk about a mission trip to the Philippines he's embarking on with World Vision. And we also get to know one of the newest Thai Cats coaches, DB's coach, Brandon Isaac. It's Thursday, February 29th, 2024, and this is Thai Cats Today. A rare February the 29th, the final day of February, starting to feel like we're getting a little bit closer to spring, even though we had that big snowfall in Hamilton in the area yesterday. Tim White, lucky for him, got to avoid all that, being out in California as he shows off normally when he's on video with me with the palm trees in the background. And he joined me today to talk about heading to the Philippines with World Vision for a mission with several other CFL players to give aid to those in need. And he joined me to discuss why he chose to give a helping hand. All right, Tim, you're about to embark on a pretty incredible mission with World Vision in the Philippines. What exactly will you be doing out there to help, man? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is, you know, helping those that are in need. You know, uh, World Vision is just a great foundation that, you know, we get to go out there. Uh, it's a first-time experience for me doing anything like this, so it's, it's going to be awesome. But, you know, we're basically it's going to be a few players out there uh, that are in the CFL. We're going to go out there. We're going to uh, be invited to, you know, their culture, their community out there in the Philippines and uh, just try to make a difference the best that we could and see what the best way of going about it is. What inspired you to join this mission trip with World Vision? What What was the inspiration behind this? I would say, yeah, I mean, the kids, you know, anytime that you have the ability to help, you know, children who are in need, um, you know, I think that that's one of the biggest motivators in that process, you know, and uh, I'm really looking forward to just seeing how it pans out, you know, getting out there and just seeing, you know, the feeling and uh, just going through the experience. I think that's just a great opportunity. How long are you going to be there for, Tim? It'll be a 10 day, 10 day adventure. 10 day excursion. Have you ever been to that side of the world before? I have not. This would be the first time I'll, I would be out there. Yeah, I've never been there. I heard it's nice and warm, though, so that's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, you're used to it, right? In that L.A. weather that you're always flexing behind me in your, in your, back, in your backgrounds. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, there's some training that you have to do to go through this. What kind of training was involved in, in getting prepared for this trip? Um, really, it was a lot of meetings, you know, a lot of communication, mm -hmm. just making sure that, you know, we have everything ready so we're ever able to go out there. And then just understanding the environment that we're stepping into, you know, uh, understanding you know the people that we're going to be speaking with you know dress codes and all that those type of things and then uh for the most part yeah we're going to be learning on the fly you know yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I think this is going to be one of those experiences where you know you just take in a lot you know and i'm kind of just in the driver the passenger seat just like you know learning you know throughout this adventure who are some of those have you met any of the players that are going to be going out there with you do you know who's coming with you yeah um i believe it's it's uh, Nick Dembski uh, from okay. the Palmers and Reggie Bagleton and DeCroix from uh, Montreal. Mont Montreal? Yeah, safety from Montreal, yeah. So some CFL stars going going out to help in the Philippines, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely some big-time players. You know, hopefully we can influence, uh, you know, CFL fans to, you know, really be engaged and, you know, really get things going out there, you know, just – whatever they can offer that would be great well you have such a great platform tim how do you use your platform to to show issues like this and to and to promote what you're going to be doing out there yeah definitely just social media 
you know, utilizing social media to try to get outreach to those who, who are watching, you know, and just hopefully uh, sing a chord, you know, in their heart that just says, you know, that we can offer whatever that we have uh, to help these kids out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's such a great cause and it's, it's incredible that you guys are going down there and some guys who, you know, have a lot of other things on their plate, but to add this is it, it's really uh, good on you and the rest of those guys for joining. How do you feel this experience is going to impact your perspective on life? Because something like this kind of can change, you, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what I'm kind of just si sitting here thinking about like, man, how is this experience going to go? You know, and mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to be an impact, you know, for positives. You know, I feel like uh, when you see people in less fortunate situations, you know, it kind of brings you back to perspective of, you know, how grateful you should be for the things that you have. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and especially going to a place like this and how did this kind of come about? When did this plan or when did this come to you or when did you go to them to, to do this? Yeah, basically, um, it really happened after I believe TSN did, you know, a, a nice interview on me about, you know, my upbringing and, mm -hmm. I believe right after that, they reached out. It was during the season. And, uh, yeah, it was just, they reached out to me. They said they wanted me to do it. And I'm like, you know, I, I thought about it for a little bit and just, you know, mm -hmm. looked at, you know, what they were about and what they what they did. And I was like, yeah, I think it, it fits what I'm what I'm about. So I definitely wanted to, to take that on. Do you think there will be a beach out there for you to do some beach workouts on the side, Tim, in the, on your downtime or what? You know, I really don't know, but I'm sure there are some very nice sites out there. Now, what have you heard about where you'll be going? Because obviously it's it's a place that's, you know, that's that's not as lucky as as blessed as we are and, and going through some stuff. But what, what have you heard about where you're going to be going to? Yeah, just that, you know, it'll be there'll be some tough environments for us, mm -hmm. you know, like there is anywhere. And um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, like yeah. I said, I'm really just learning on the fly here, but, um, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, Tim, good on you, man. And it's going to be, I'm sure an incredible journey for you and, and for the rest of those guys going, but, uh, for you to help out with such a big cause, it, it's, it's probably going to go a long way and for you to use your platform the way you do, man. And uh, I just want to congratulate you already and good, wish you good luck out there in the Philippines. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to need it, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to learning a lot. So, uh, you know, I'm definitely going to need that look right here. That was Tim Wade, and good luck to him in the Philippines. The Ticats DV Corps has been shaping up pretty nicely with the re-signing of Stavros Katsantonis, Rich Leonard, and also the addition of Jamal Peters, a big addition right there. And the man who will be helping to lead that group is the newly appointed DB coach, Brandon Isaac. Isaac won a Grey Cup as a player in 2012 with Scott Milanovic as head coach and spent seven seasons in the CFL, including in 2013 with the Ticats when he made it to the Grey Cup, but unfortunately fell just short. And he then transitioned to coaching where he got the start with Saskatchewan as the quality control coach in 2017 and 2018. And then he later moved on to Edmonton in 2022 as the DB's coach there. But he has now decided to reconnect with head coach Scott Milanovic, this time as a coach, and he spoke to me about making the jump. Coach, Thanks for joining me today, man. And how are you doing? I'm doing pretty, I'm doing well. I'm excited about this upcoming season and excited about coming over to the Hamilton Cats organization. Um, played there in 2013, went to the Grey Cup and uh, played against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Unfortunately, we wasn't able to win, but 
I'm familiar with the area and the organization as well. When did Coach Milanovic first contact you about coming to join his team and, and join this coaching staff? Well, uh, right when it was available, it was time uh, permitted him. Uh, we kind of uh, linked up and had some discussions about the possibility. He asked uh, uh, a few questions about me and my aspirations of the things I wanted to do, and I told him uh, some of the things that I, I would like to see as far as my uh, career transcending and, and developing, and uh, we kind of hit off there, and then we kind of linked up ever since. You know, I'm familiar with him. Worked together when I played for the Argonauts, and we won the 2012 the 100 Grey Cup for the Toronto Argonauts. So yeah, I know I know Scott, and I know how he likes to do things. And uh, after having that discussion, I wanted to be a part of it. a legendary Grey Cup, by the way. And and yeah, I was is that a guy you've kept contact with over the years since you're playing with him? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I watched him throughout his uh his NFL tenure. Uh, talked to him a few times, but also talked to him when he was about to take on the uh, Edmonton Elks um, um, franchise. But uh, it's been it's been fun, and finally we have connected and just looking forward to the opportunity. In that great – when you won that great cup in 2012 and Scott was your coach, what was it about him that made you and that team so successful back then? Oh, the way he leads. Um, mm-hmm. He's a very offensive-minded guy, very meticulous in his approach. Um, you got to be where you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to do that, uh, be there. Um, hands on, uh, speaks the truth. Uh, very, very uh, good to hear someone speaks what he feels and uh, does it with with an understanding of the role. Uh, to each person, it sounds different, but he knows how to pull you and, and differentiate uh, his message so that he's on your level. So I was uh, excited about working with him again and, and look forward to leading Hamilton Tiger Cats to victory. Why did you feel that Hamilton at this point in time was was the right fit for you? Um, after just talking to him and, and being able to talk to Mark Washington and, and, and talking to O, um, those are the guys, well, um, O and, um, and Scott are people that uh, I'm familiar with and I work with. And then them telling me about Mark and his, his faith and his family, football approach, and just having a discussion with him. I found it was time for a change. Mm-hmm. Go somewhere where it's unfamiliar, but also uh, to learn and grow to develop to be the person I want to be and they seem like, uh, as if it's the place for me to be about what they <laughs> consider uh, is a good organization and how they function and run things and I was and I was blown by that and so I'm just excited man I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get things started you played in Hamilton are you excited to make the return in front of this crazy fan base here at the donut box Absolutely, absolutely. I can remember we played Hamilton uh, this previous season, and one of yeah. the fans, um, when I played, he had a, a for Halloween. We played him Halloween week, and he had a, a poster of me and all the stuff on. Okay. And then, uh, after we uh, played the game, he he mentioned to me about it, and then you know he kind of recollect, and I was like, you know what, uh, that was an awesome feeling during that time, not knowing that it would be full circle, not be back in the same situation, but not as a player, but as a coach. Does it almost seem full circle? You you won a great cup before Coach Scott Milanovic as a player, and now you're going to be on his coaching staff. That's almost a full circle moment in itself, right? It is. It is. Very, very much so. So so like I said, I probably done said it a bunch of times, but I'm going to say it again. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm honored and pleased, and you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be there. But, you know, uh, with his way of doing things and uh, the organization, what – well, it starts with O and Ed 
you know, Mark. Uh, I feel very good about our chances, the pieces that we are, we put together during this uh, offseason, this force free agency, and the pieces that we already have. I think we have a really legitimate shot about uh, uh, winning the Grey Cup. Coach Mark Washington is one of those coaches that's loved by the players, one of those guys who's just so cool, calm, and collected, easy to get along with. What has your experience been like with him? How long have you known Coach for? Well, um, throughout my playing career, I ran across him, but I never had the opportunity kind of sit down and talk with him and really uh, learn his philosophy mm-hmm. the things about, you know, who he is as a person. But through these last few weeks, we know we've been Zoom face, Zooming and uh, having discussions about his uh, philosophies, about family, about his faith. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's a big believer in, in, in his God. He's a big believer in family and in football. And you can see the passion, the passion that he has. He's a very compassionate person. Yeah. Uh, he's a loving person, but he's also, he's very flexible in the way that he listens to uh, things that I have learned, my expertise in the past and the things that I, I believe in. And he writes them down, jots them down, and he comes back and we have discussions about it. And it, it speaks value uh, to who he is as a person. Um, he's always kind of the same, you know, with great, with great energy. He's upbeat. He's uh, enthusiastic about the upcoming season. He can't wait till we get there. I told him I'm gonna enjoy this uh this warm weather before I get there because the day he showed us it was they had snow up there. Y'all had snow up there on the ground. So yeah, uh, I'm not excited about that part, but I'm excited to get to work and and get get things going. Where are you staying during the off seasons normally, Coach? Well, South Carolina. I'm from okay. South Carolina, uh, so I'm living in South Carolina. That's my that's my home base. So the snow is is not your favorite then being in South Carolina. It's beautiful up there. I've been up there before. Yes, I like snow, but I I like it too. I, I don't like it all the time. I like <laughs> if I can go for a week and enjoy it and get away from yeah. it, perfect. But uh, for months, nah, I, I ain't, I'm no fan. If it's a playoff CFL playoff game in November in the snow, it's it's not a big deal though, right? No, no, <laughs> no. It, it's worth it, it's it's worth. It. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. There's a lot of guys on this secondary to be excited about and. The first guy I want to talk about is a guy who had a breakout year last year in Stavros Katzentonis and a guy who looks like he's been making the stride every year. But what can you say about him and, and getting to work with him coming up for next season? Oh, uh, Stavros is, is a very instinctive uh, player. Oh, uh, He does the great job of, of of reading around combinations and being able to position himself to be able to make plays. As you saw last year, he, he made some unbelievable interceptions. Um, yeah. He seems to always be in the right place. I'm excited about that. Excited to to help him grow, to help him be the best version of himself. He is a he's a terrific athlete, um, and I'm just looking I'm just looking forward to you know helping him out and helping him grow to to become the best version of himself. Another guy that re-signed Richard Leonard, a veteran, just always solid, always poised. But but what can you say about him and watching him play over these years? Oh man, he's he's a savvy vet. He <laughs> understands the CFL game. You don't, you don't, you don't too often treat those guys because they understand the nuances of playing football. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm looking forward to seeing his leadership style, um, what he brings to the room as far as being able to take the young guys by the wings and and showing showing them uh, what he has learned over the over the course of his career and helping pull us together and be that 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 person that is a is a coach on the football field. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about. His, his ability to continue to grow because he still has a lot of things that he can get better at and, and making the room just come together and be one one unit. 
the final guy I want to ask you about is a new player coming over, and there's a lot, ton of guys I could talk about on the secondary, but Jamal Peters, I mean, this guy is a dog. We've seen it, the way he plays. He's just gritty. He's kind of that perfect example of what we need in Hamilton, and he's coming over here. What what can you say about him joining the Hamilton Tiger Cats for next season, coming into his first year? Oh, he brings, he brings a, a lot of attributes. Like you said, his size, his tenacity, uh, his instincts, uh, the ball seems to find him. <laughs> I'm excited about that. The turnovers and giving our uh, office another opportunity to put points on the ball and even him scoring when he touches the football. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to him, he seems humble and grateful for the opportunity, but he seems hungry, hungry to get better, hungry to compete, um, which bodes well for the room. Like I said, mm-hmm. I, I like I like for the room to to take on the same mindset and understanding of of what we're trying to get accomplished and, and making sure that he he leads by example and, and and play a high level football which he has shown in the past and I and I hope and pray that he continues to bring that to the table. Glad he's going to be in the black and gold next season and not the blue and white. But but yeah, another great guy. Exciting to see. You've been coaching for a while. You you were in Saskatchewan. You were in Edmonton. Do you feel as though that this experience and the experience you've had already coaching has helped you progress along the way as a coach and going into this job now in Hamilton? Absolutely, absolutely. More time on the clock, I feel like you you, you gain a better understanding of uh, the, the expectations of of yourself, but also from the organization. Um, over the years, I have, have gained a lot of knowledge about the game of football, and I look forward to continue to grow. Um, that's a part of my my move from Edmonton to to uh, Hamilton is continue to develop. It's a lot of things I know, but it's also a lot of things that I don't know. So I look forward to working with Mark um, again, y'all, uh, Fletcher, and everybody else in the organization to continue to continue to grow and expand my knowledge on football. This is something that I'm passionate about. This is something that I see myself doing for a very long time, and to do it for a very long time, you gotta you gotta uh, learn a lot and be flexible, but also uh, learn to communicate and understand the room. So I just, I just look forward to continue to grow and expand my knowledge on the game and help these uh, football players become the best version of themselves. Coach, what do you see this secondary shaping up as already? I know we haven't even hit training camp yet, but when you look at the guys in this group, what, what kind of secondary do you see us having for next year? Oh, the expectations are the best. Yes. <laughs> at the end of the yes. day, we, we shoot to be the best. We look, shoot to be the best football team the best defense, the best secondary. And if we ain't sitting our bar uh, lower than that, then we, we fell in ourselves. Uh, we got a uh, athletic room, a lot of a lot of skills and talents. Uh, now it's all about uh, conformity, coming together and understanding uh, the, our responsibility and doing it with pride and understanding that Hamilton is the right place to be. And let's be excited about it and let's come to work every day knowing that uh, at the end of the day, we want to be the best secondary in the league. Getting me excited here, Coach. Getting me ready to watch some football here. Then counting the months right now. But before we go, there's a couple months left here. What are you and this coaching staff right now working on and, and getting prepared as we approach the season in a couple months? Uh, uh, everybody's new. So uh, the vernacular, just understanding the terminology uh, of Mark's defense and, and collaborating with the uh, the wordplay and understanding how we fit and how we're going to mesh this thing together and just making sure that when the time the players come, we're on the same page and we're saying the same things and uh, learning in, about each other, uh, learning uh, Mark and his family. Mark has a, uh, his son uh, preparing to go to college, looking at schools, doing things. Uh, we're already in college, getting on the field, knows he's in school. 
prepare for college and um, things of that nature. Um, talking to Glenn, he's a big golfer. <laughs> yeah. He likes to cook. So we just, so we just trying to vibe and appreciate one another. I think the biggest thing with coaches is this, uh, understanding each other and appreciating one another so that when we come to work, we're excited to work with each other and happy that, you know, we're in the room with a bunch of guys, with a bunch of good guys. So that's been the, that's been the main thing. This, this learning. What about you coach? What do you like to do? I mean, you, you mentioned some guys and what they like to do. Outside, football aside. Oh, right now, uh, uh, big on faith right now. Just trying to find myself and find purpose and understand, uh, who God is in my life and what he, in what duration he wants me to go with. I'm just trying to be a generous and kind. Um, right now, I hit with the. Uh, I, I'm in Black Bear, South Carolina, so I hit with the re- recreation department. So I have a little basketball team. And okay. This women Wednesday, Fridays. We have a game on Saturdays. So just giving back to the community. I like reading. Uh, Read. Got the reading, reading Bill Walsh, the score take care of itself. It's about leadership, and Bill Walsh running the San Francisco Florida Matters, and yeah. how he turned one of the worst football teams into a dynasty. So that's something I like to do. I like billards. I like shooting cool um, and chilling with my family. So it's not much, but at the same time, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And every day I look forward to uh, talking football and, and, and going over football. You say not football, but that's kind of hard not to talk about <laughs> when you put so much time into it. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Well, it sounds like you're doing pretty good, Coach. I appreciate you joining me today and looking forward to meeting you in person when we finally get around the stadium here. So. Thanks again, Coach Brandon Isaac, for joining me today. All right, thank you.